the blower assembly in the human services pull pack unit. Um, Ron, would you mind telling everybody what the what this product helps us with? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, Thank you. The, the the blower assembly needs to be replaced. We are fortunate that we had an older one from other projects that we were able to insert in here to get us through until we get the new one. Um, it's a it's a it's a uh, sole vendor, and it's for the pool pack that does the humidity in the human services pool. The, this is parts only, and the um, installation will be done by building engineering department. Perfect. All right. Uh, any questions? Thank you, Ron. Uh, I move to recommend to council approval of a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the amount of $5,750.71 for the replacement of the blower assembly in the human services pull pack unit. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 And last, we have a blanket vendor purchase requisition for aquatic-related mobility equipment, including an aquatic wheelchair and a lift operator battery. Rachel, are you doing this for us? Yes. Are you explaining? Thank you. Yes. So we um, were awarded uh, the Development of Disabilities grant. I believe it was in February 2022. So we were awarded $12,000. In our proposal, one of the things was that we would like to have a water wheelchair that would be able to get us into three of our zero entry pools. So this is the chair that was chosen. With this chair, um, like I said, we can use it at three of our pools, but the individual that may need to always be stabilized in some type of chair is able to be emerged into the water and continue to sit in the chair in the water. The two lifts, um, excuse me, the multiple lifts that we have at our pool to help out with any handicap needs, they are just able to place the individual into the water. So this, they would be able to still sit in the chair. Um, it doesn't come up that often, but when it is asked, um, it's nice to be able to offer it. So this is was the chair chosen. Louise and I did some research on this, and we also asked the surrounding pool areas what they've used, if they've had a bunch of questions with it, I know that Middleburg Heights has one. They have not used it that often. And then some of the other surrounding pools have not been able to purchase one, but have been looking into it. And then the battery is just um, another battery replacement for the lifts that I spoke about with the natatorium and the outdoor pool. Sounds good. All right, well, thank you for that. Um, no questions? Then I move to recommend to council the approval of a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $4,593.07 for the purchase of an aquatic wheelchair from Pool Web in the amount of $4,276.46 and the SR Smith lift operator battery from Amazon in the amount of $316.61. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Is there anything else for buildings and grounds? All right, then I move to adjourn committee at 6.04. Second. Okay, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you, we are adjourned. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Finance Committee, Chairperson Crusoe. Thank you, Madam President. Call Finance to order at 6.04. Kingston? Here. Savage? Here. And Crusoe's here. First, we have approval of the January 17th, 2023 Finance Committee meeting minutes. Are there any changes? Hearing none, I move that we approve as presented. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Next we have AV upgrade project for City Hall. Um, this would be an ordinance authorizing Omnia Partners contract purchase in the amount of $16,756.66 for various pieces of equipment for the City Hall AV upgrade project. 
These would include televisions, amps, video conferencing, uh, numerous devices for um, recording and, and ad advertising meetings. Uh, Becky, do you want to, or do you, Ron? Yes, thank you okay. very much. I, I can't see enough about what this is going to do for our virtual meetings and our, our training sessions in the city. It's, uh, it's pretty much self-explanatory in the document that got, that got sent to you, but the, uh, the amount of, of work that Miles put into this, I really appreciate him um, doing all, taking all the time to put this project together. I think you're all going to benefit from that for many years in the future, where there's two TVs that will be added in the council study for meetings that are, 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 carried, are handled in there. There's also that... Um, the click share, the barcode click share, that's a small computer that makes this function and, and the end user uh, capabilities on this are, are really, really um, upgraded. And then in the, in the council chambers, there's four TVs. One's going to be a portable. Two of them will be up front there, one similar to this for the uh, audience to look at. And then the one in the back for council to also monitor those uh, presentations from, from the uh, seats that you're in now so I think I think it's a great project it's gonna make more effective meetings it's gonna it's some of the latest technology we've been a little bit behind in that and, and again miles put a great project together here and this is all going to be installed by him and Philip so I think that's the best part is they're gonna internally the guys they really care they're 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 just awesome guys and they know what they're doing so I think at the end of this project it's going to be a great enhancement for for us and for our residents that want to watch these uh, different uh, meetings on online Thank you, Ron. Any great. Questions? Yeah, great. Very good. Um, okay, and then I would make a motion that we recommend to council they vote on and approve an ordinance authorizing the Omnia Partners contract purchase in the amount of $16,756.66 from B&H Photo for various pieces of equipment for the City Hall AV upgrade project. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, related to that is the is a resolution authoring authorizing Omnia Partners contract purchase in the amount of seven thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety eight cents. Uh, this is for the Powerlight laser projectors. Ron, anything we need to add with that or the projector? Oh, Rachel. Thanks, Dominic. <laughs> um, it is for the community center. Our projectors, our projector that we have down there right now is from two thousand sixteen, and um, it's at its lifespan. It's needed an upgrade. Miles did assist me with looking up what would be best and most efficient for us to get and user-friendly for a lot of our rentals. There has been a lot of instances where we are using one projector but are in need of two at similar times, so that's why we're asking for your approval of two instead of just one. Um, some of the good upgrades that Miles told me about, it is, as Ron was just speaking with his project, the latest technology. Um, Miles is familiar with these also, and he does assist us with setting up at times. And when we want to possibly upgrade the system that's in the community rooms at a future date, these will fit nicely into that system as well. Questions? And I would move that we recommend to council a resolution authorizing the Omnia Partners purchase contract purchase in the amount of seven thousand six hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-eight cents from B and H Photo for two Epson Powerlight laser, three LCD projectors. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, next, uh, we have legislation that's been prepared uh, that we'll act on in the regular meeting. Uh, this is regarding the city's bid for the property located at 9457 Highland Drive. Becky, could you give us a little update? Yeah, Judge, just to update you, um, three bids were submitted as of the noon deadline last Friday. 
And as we stated in the instructions to bidders, offers are to remain confidential and will now be under review by representatives at the school district. And the school district does reserve the right to reject any part or all bids, to waive informality of the bid, and to hold all bids for a period of 45 days until acceptance. So we will update council as soon as we are able. Thank you. Thanks, Becky. Um, next, we have a number of grants to talk about. Um, first, we have a uh, resolution that would authorize the mayor to complete application process for the County American Rescue Act funding through Cuyahoga County Council District 6, Round 2. Monica? Thank you, Councilman. So for this grant application, we're looking to apply for $250,000 to construct an ADA entrance ramp and replace the existing loop trail at kids' quarters. Very good. Any questions? No. Mayor, anything to add on this one? No, sure. Thank you. Then I would make a motion. We recommend the council approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to complete the application process for County American Rescue Act funding through Cuyahoga County Council District 6, Round 2. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Next, we have a resolution that would authorize the mayor to apply for funding through the Ohio Department of Transportation's Safe Routes to School Program. Um, to some, the same for consideration of funding to construct sidewalks, or a sidewalk on Oaks Road from Blossom Hill entrance to Bar Road. Again, Monica. Thank you, Councilman. So this is one of two projects contained in the city school travel plan uh, that we would be eligible to apply for through Safe Routes to School Infrastructure, um, the infrastructure program. Um, so you described it um, as well as I could have. So if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer. Thank you, Monica. Any questions? Nope. Oh. Okay. Um, then I make a motion that we recommend to council approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for funding through the Ohio Department of Transportation Safe Routes to School Program and to submit for consideration for funding to construct sidewalk on Oaks Road from Blossom Hill to the Bar Road, Blossom Hill entrance to Bar Road. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Next, we have another resolution for a grant. Uh, this would be for an application for a small rural and tribal body-worn camera micro-grant program through the Justice Bureau of Justice Assistance and of the Justice Programs, the U.S. Department of Justice and Justice and Security Strategies. Monica? Thank you, Councilman. So we received funding through the Office of Criminal Justice Services through the state uh, for $69,000 for the purchase of body-worn cameras. Now we're seeking additional funding to fund the city's required local match through this program. Great, thank you. Chief Cranick, anything to add? No, uh, she did a great job in getting us the initial one. I think we all share that sentiment. So. Any questions? Great, then I would make a motion that we recommend to council. Um, approval of resolution to allow the mayor to prepare and execute an application for the small rural and tribal body-worn camera micro-grant program. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Uh, next, we would have a resolution to apply for a safety intervention grant through the Ohio Bureau of Workers, Workers' Compensation for consideration of funding for service department and fire department safety equipment. Monica, I'll let you start. Thank you, Councilman. So on three-year cycles, $40,000 is offered through the Bureau of Workers' Compensation for safety intervention equipment. Um, it, 
departments that are eligible include fire departments and service departments and we are requesting funding for equipment for both the fire and service department in the city. So I'll, I'll ask um, Director Weidig to speak to his request for that funding. Sure. Thank you. We've, this has been a great grant for the city. We've, we're eligible to apply for this every three years. Uh, it's a 75-25 match. The, in the past, we have got the scissor lift that we use pretty much at least weekly, if not greater than that, up the community center. That's, we used to have to set ladders up and all these type of things. And then um, one, another one we got was the uh, vehicle lift that's up at the Blossom Mill Service Garage after we built that. So in these cycles we've applied for and been granted a lot of, a lot of uh, really, really nice equipment. Um, I went to the Safety Council meeting in January, and at that time they uh, went, uh, did a presentation about different falls from ladders, and, uh, and that's what brought this to, uh, for us to apply for this lift. It's a it's a 36 foot towable electric lift. It's um, a little bit different than a bucket truck because you can put it in front of city hall or in some tight places. It has it has legs that goes out to hold it in place. It has a 500 pound capacity uh, um, platform, and it's it, it would really it, it would really help us for getting building maintenance for painting, gutter cleaning, um, that type of thing. And, it, and the, also the nice thing about it is it can it can also be used by the horticulture department to trim trees. That's where you see a lot of these being being towed around by tree companies do, for people working on trees. So the safety factor for us for for horticulture and for service is that people are not using ladders and they're and it's really a lot safer when you're up against a building or when you're doing tree trimming. And then the other part of this, I'll let Chief Samiska. Um, he, he has a part that he wanted to apply for too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, in the past, we have uh, benefited from this grant. We got the vehicle loader system for our ambulance stretchers. Um, those are about 35,000-ish, uh, but we are good now with all three of our ambulances. So we're waiting for uh, to hear back from the BWC on whether uh, we'll be able to apply for a batter-operated extrication tool to help extricate people out of cars. They're significantly less in weight than the traditional hydraulic system, so saving on back strains and injuries, or safety jackets for our, our folks when they operate winter jackets uh, during incidents on the freeway. So whenever we hear back on e either one that's approved, we'll, uh, we'll move forward with that, hopefully. Thanks, Chief. Any questions? I move to recommend council approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to prepare and execute an application for a safety intervention grant to the Ohio Bureau of Workers, Workers' Comp for consideration of funding for service department and fire department safety equipment. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 We have another grant, Chief, that I think is directly related to battery and lithium vehicle. That, that's correct. So I met with Mayor Ruby and I've uh, been working with Monica on this grant. This is an assistance to firefighters grant. Uh, we're actually applying for two separate grants through that program this year. Uh, Monica has helped out a lot with that. Um, it's electric vehicles are becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, there's some challenges with some of the firefighting tactics uh, and there's some techniques and equipment out there to help us in that process. So we're seeking about $24,000 in equipment to help put these fires out and have equipment to overhaul them and overpack them safely. Any questions? No. Yeah. Thanks, Chief. Move that we recommend a council approval of a resolution authorizing the fire chief to complete a grant application process for the fiscal year 2022 assistance to firefighters grant for lithium battery and electric vehicle emergency response equipment. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Um, 
Next, we have a grant. That's uh, to be a, re be a resolution authorizing the fire chief to submit a grant application for the F fiscal year 2022 assistance to the firefighters grant for a ladder truck as well. So this is the third time um, we're <laughs> submitting for this grant. So I'll, I remember I'll, this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, our current ladder truck is 22 years old, so we're looking at the future. Um, things have emerged with technology. Uh, the price of a ladder truck at the beginning of this year was about $1.35 million. Uh, currently, it's about $1.7 million. So we are um, seeking you know, assistance from this grant to help with the cost of hopefully purchasing one in the future. Good luck with that. <laughs> Any questions? No. Okay. No. And I would move we recommend to council approval of a resolution authorizing the fire chief to submit a grant application for the fiscal year 2022 assistance to firefighters grant for a ladder truck. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Last but not least, we have our monthly professional bills. Um, the aggregate total is $36,237.33. Specifically to Maddie Hendrickson and Greaves, $14,680.33. To William Logan, $4,000. To Donald G. Boning and Associates, $16,682 to Sixmo, $375, and to Huntington National Bank, $500. And I move that we present them to council for approval for payment. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Does anyone have anything else for finance? Laura, anything? No, sir, Ruby. Oh, thank you. Very good. Then I move to adjourn finance at 619. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 We're adjourned. Thank you, Dominic. Next up for the Legislation Committee, Chairperson Savage. Thank you, Madam President. I call Legislation Committee to order at 619. Um, Ganim? Here. Kapke? Here. And Savage is here. <coughs> um, the first item on our agenda is approval of the January 17th, 2023 Legislation Committee minutes. Are there any changes or adjustments? Look good. Yeah. Uh, hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Uh, the next item on the agenda is uh, regarding our posting locations for our um, our ordinances of the city of Brexville. I think we're adding, um, would you like to talk about it, Tammy, please? Sure. Currently, the Brexville Charter requires the posting of legislation, agendas, statements, proclamations, um, anything that requires publishing currently are posted, um, required by charter to be posted at the library, uh, Key Bank, Fifth Third Bank, which was formerly Strongsville Savings Bank, and we also post at the Brexville Library, so, as well as the lobby of City Hall. Uh, the bank lobbies are no longer really an active place that people attend. <laughs> very and quite often the hours are short so I'm recommending that we require posting on the city website um, City Hall lobby and the Brexville library that will uh, satisfy our charter requirements and offer daytime and evening hours at the library as well as 24 7 from your home office or wherever you're at to obtain any of the information so if you're in agreement with that, um, be happy to enforce those changes. Perfect. Are there any questions? It made it makes a lot of sense, sense and it's how it's where people are. Yeah, it's a good, smart update. Very good. 
Uh, with that, I make a motion recommending to council approval of an ordinance amending ordinance 3231 of the codified ordinances of the city of Brexville relating to the posting of places for legislation. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Uh, we have two um, items for uh, discussion. Uh, the first of which is um, related to the consumption of alcohol on city property. Um, I didn't know if there were any comments you wanted to make, Mayor. I, I do. Uh, okay. We have been asked by the theater, Rexville Theater, uh, to allow the um, dispensing, I guess you would call it, of wine uh, during uh, one of their shows. They would do it before the show, I believe, or in intermission or after the show, they would offer wine to their customers. Um, I advise them as to previous councils have not wanted alcoholic beverages in city buildings, uh, especially the community center and the, uh, I would take it the field house, anywhere that children were. Um, we, we did in years past many years past when there was a fair on the square and the Lions Club ran it. Uh, we allowed um, a beer tent there and it became very problematic for the city and was one of the reasons why the city took over home days again and uh, the Lions Club no longer uh, had it because they felt they couldn't make any money without the beer, the beer tent. So um, I, I bring to council the um, question from the theater group and that is may they um, have wine uh, during their shows or when I say that again either before intermission or after their show as uh, part of uh, part of their package. Uh, Brexville Little Theater years ago did precisely that they would offer a, uh, a glass of wine uh, at intermission time they didn't charge for it. It was part of the uh, part of the cost of the ticket. So I, th I, I I didn't believe that I should, as safety director, just unilaterally make that decision. I felt it was important that I, I come to council and see what council uh, believes, feels. We could, Mr. Maddie, if uh, it should be required, uh, we could propose some kind of legislation. Um, including, you know, the old town hall as a as a location, but it has been said to me, would that be discriminating against users in other buildings of the city? If you're going to have it in one, why not in all? And I would not be in favor of the community center nor the uh, uh, nor the field house. So, uh, could council uh, pass an ordinance allowing uh, wine? or beer to be, they didn't say beer, but wine, uh, to be uh, part of the ticket at uh, theater events. Well, they could, but we have to get liquor license to do so. Well, they, they wanted to do that, and they've made an inquiry already with the state. So the city would, would be required if we put it in the ordinance, or could they be, like the fire department, when they have the uh, clam bake, they get their own permit from the state of Ohio, from the liquor department. Well, we would have to check on that. I'd have to check on that, Mayor. We'd also have to check on our uh, general liability insurance because even if they have a license, if it's our location, we would want to make sure we're protected under the 
with their liability rules as far as insurance is concerned. Sure. Okay. If council wants me to, then I will uh, further with them their checking on uh, the liquor license. I, I think they have, and they found out what it what it would cost and what it takes to get one. And then secondly, if uh, the purchasing director then could get a hold of our insurance carrier and see what the insurance carrier says regarding uh, added liability of having um, an alcoholic beverage distributed in one of our buildings. If council has a mind to pursue it further, if council just feels, no, we don't want to do this, then if you tell me that, then that ends the subject. So I'm always open for more information. So I don't, in my, my mind, I would move forward with finding out the information um, and having that as part of the package as our discussion. It may stop our discussion altogether if something doesn't work out. So. When you say that, Anne, are you thinking specifically of the uh, Old Town Hall building? At this point, that's all that was presented to us. If we want to extend it out, I mean, that's, that's up to you to tell us. You want to, are there other buildings that we would propose? So, um, I'm, so from my point of view, um, Old Town Hall is what we're really talking about here. I think the um, other buildings that you listed, Mayor, I feel as though should not be serving alcohol. Um, but I think that um, in the context of the, the theater, um, that makes sense. And I agree that we can get the um, additional information on the liquor license and the insurance. Um, may I to, to echo what you're saying there? I think it's in the theater. It makes sense a little bit more. I mean, I, I believe Margaritaville is the production they're putting on. So it's a bit apropos for that, but uh, keeping it controlled in an adult centric environment um, and what the mayor said though in, in our community center and in the field house where it's kid and family focused um, there doesn't necessarily need to be a place there so as long as it's pursuant to limiting into the into old town hall and liabilities and everything else checks out i could be in support of that um, i i guess i would be interested to see if limitations could be you know it's included like two glasses are included in a ticket where we're not having an open bar situation. That way it is kind of controlled even to a more severe extent. Um, you know, open bar to me seems like that might be more problematic. So. Any other, <coughs> any other comments? Uh, sure, I, I don't have a problem with Old Town Hall. Um, my concern will be liability. Um, I, how I mean, all how much does everything gonna cost them? Is it gonna make sense? I mean, I know even temporary licenses or just a, I'm sure wine with a show license isn't cheap. But if they think it can generate more revenue, I mean, I I would be in favor of it. Is also my concern would be I I, I would always be a hard no on field house, you know, beer tent. So as long as it doesn't start a slippery slope to that, then I mean, I would be okay with it. I agree with that also. I, there's, there's no space for it at the field house or community center. Uh, I'd, I'd like to hear more on what they propose for how they're going to use it and, you know, what the ramifications are, um, at old town hall, because that sounds like it would work to me. Yeah. I, I'd like to just reiterate with the field house and, um, you know, the community center that 
they're just there's no way to control it into a, a space where kids are not going to be in and out. So I I do agree at that those venues it's just not going to work. And I commend the city for you know making sure we don't have it at the you know the fair and square anymore or home days. You know it's it's somehow we can still have a really nice get together without alcohol. So I I commend the city for that. I agree. I would mimic that sentiment. I concur. Mm -hmm. and, and I would just like to maybe um, mention that um, there was a history of a problem with it, with fairs there before. So when people do inquire why we don't have it, there is a, a reason for that. So. Is that enough for you to proceed, Mayor? Yes. Yeah, what I'll do is uh, <coughs> get back with the theater, um, ask them. I, I'm sure that they've uh, priced it out. Yeah, they must and, have. Uh, they wouldn't be doing this or requesting if they thought it was going to be a, a financial burden on them. They're doing it to try to enhance uh, their revenues and also at the same time uh, add a little something to the evening to uh, encourage people to attend. So I will do that and then uh, Becky can talk with our insurance company. We can then sit down with Mr. Maddie and come up with, uh, with our recommendation to council then. Thank you. Uh, moving on to our next topic, it's also a discussion topic. This is regarding the construction of new homes that far exceed the size of the existing neighborhood houses. Um, so, oh, Mayor, did you want to comment on this? Or Well, you know, Council is well aware of the fact that a number of people came to Council uh, from Pershing, and there were people from other streets other than Pershing uh, Old Town was uh, one area where a house had been built. And this is the issue about uh, tearing down an old house or taking a lot, <coughs> existing lot in the R20 area and putting a house that's not consistent with the neighborhood. Uh, our code right now, as it is written, has a minimum size but no maximum size. It's setback requirements. We have amount of uh, coverage of the property in that. but. Uh, what um, council had said they would do is review this issue, and now that the house has started on on Pershing, it is again piqued the interest of the residents. Are we looking at this? And and uh, so it's an appropriate time. And it's not that it hasn't been looked at. Scott's looked at it already, and now Monica is uh, been briefed about it. She's involved in it, and as the two of them are working on. Uh, the R8A for the center of town in Old Town, uh, they're looking at R20 and perhaps even maybe R30 uh, existing lots to determine whether or not there is something in the code that could in some way uh, restrict the size of the house uh, and, and be legal and be um, permitted under our code or if not then an adjustment to our code and I think what I've heard from Scott and I guess I'll turn it over to you then and uh, you've uh, indicated to me that right now there is without a change in zoning we uh, could not uh, limit uh, the houses the house size that's correct except for in our 8a so Old Town does have limitations of of obviously smaller lots a little bit more 
density on the, the closeness of house, but and it has lot coverage there. The rest of the zoning districts do not. Um, we did some preliminary looks at um, setbacks to maybe adjust those to make a little bit more distance. Um, unfortunately, a lot of it does play into the size of the lot itself. Um, even in lot coverages, um, you heard this in Pershing over and over again on how it was too large for the lot, but ultimately they gave some information that said that the houses on, on Pershing itself were somewhere between 9 and 11 percent, and the newer house was askewed, but they only used a partial portion of the lot to make those estimates. And realistically, if you use the actual lot dimension, back to my original point, it was a very large lot, and it actually was only 16% lot coverage. So there's ways that we can look at and see if there's something else further that could maybe restrict. Um, r 8 is semi-easy because we have a baseline to it. The rest of the districts, it may be harder because of the lot size itself. But Monica and I will look into it, and we'll, we'll see what we can come up with. And then, of course, that recommendation then would go to planning, and planning would then review it and report and make its recommendation back to council. So uh, if uh, that's the go-ahead you want from us, then we'll proceed accordingly and then refer it to planning, who will refer it then back to you. Yeah, I'm in support of this. I think that this is important to do as we have homes and neighborhoods that are that are aging and people are buying the lots and they want to make big changes, I think we need to make sure we're keeping the integrity of the neighborhood that it's in um, so that the, the character is retained. Um, so I think this is a great um, approach to make some you know recommendations and, and figure out a solution. I don't know if you have comments. I, I guess I have a slightly different view. I think it's always good to look to see what we have. Um, I guess if a specific street is concerned and the entire street is concerned that maybe they could you know um, have a district created and that district could have special meaning but to to minimize people's use of their personal property um, I have concern with that so uh, if they fit within the existing zoning and if we tweak it that's fine but um, to, to tell people what they can and can't do um, just because the neighbors don't want them to. I have a hard time with that. So, Councilman, th this proposal is to amend the current zoning and make the new zoning law with certain standards that are not in the R20 now, which would make the homes more consistent to the neighborhood. This isn't taking an existing house and trying to uh, limit the property owner's use of that house or the expansion of that house. This is really about a teardown in a new house being proposed uh, in a neighborhood. Um, unless I'm missing that aspect of it. Scott, no, I, your part. I, and I understand that. I just, for somebody to buy a lot because of the size, such as on Pershing, and then tell him, um, you know, regardless of the size of the lot and the money you paid per square foot, you, you can still only have this much, even though you fit in, um, you know. <clears throat> that's what zoning does. And I understand When you that. go to buy a lot, you know what the restrictions are by the zoning. So you'll know whether you can build a house that size 
or not build a house that size. And I, I do understand that. And I guess maybe I'm going in circles. So I guess maybe I would look at neighborhoods and districts. And while I hate to create more zoning, um, you know, categories, I, I just don't know that changing all of the R20 um, makes sense or changing all of the R30, you know, where some lots are different and different portions of the city are different. So I think maybe looking at the different sections um, and, and seeing if maybe there are neighborhoods that would be better to keep in certain sizes, if, if that I, makes sense. If I can make a comment, as someone who was sitting on zoning while this purging issue came up, I think it highlighted a deficiency in some of our zoning where we want to have the ability for that board to review specific plans to either grant a variance or deny a variance based on if they're keeping within the character of the neighborhood. I think it would be <clears throat> better oversight citywide, um, and I think it would give us more control to, again, maintain the character of certain neighborhoods, especially given the age of Brexville and how little new land there is available for, for new development. Um, I've seen, I've witnessed firsthand in, in the community my wife grew up in, in Kansas. They did not have strict rules, and it was a very specific small community around a lake, and it has completely lost its original character, because now it's just a bunch of McMansions, and it doesn't look like where she grew up. And so I think there, there's going to be some of that, and some people have done a very good job of buying old homes and either using the foundation and building something more commiserate with the topography, um, I can think of several examples, you don't need to name them specifically, but I think this, this particular situation, the letter of the law was followed, but the spirit of the law wasn't. And so I think there's ways we can tighten it up and give ourselves more tools to work with new residents, but also keep existing residents happy and, and feel like there's a little bit more oversight. And, and I agree. I'm just asking that when we go to do this, if we could maybe look at um, neighborhoods instead of blanket you know the entire category maybe uh, i think the zoning board well, will do I that think, i think the zoning board will do that for you and and yes. i think i think there's three levels here first we're going to have a review that's presented to us mm -hmm. okay then it's going to go to planning so and then it's coming back to us okay so I, I think we have all the levels we we need to look at it and actually brainstorm this and see what we can do because when we have a minimum but we don't have a maximum that seems a little odd it and it hasn't been needed so far but as Dominic says, this is exactly right. If you go to any area on the lake where you had little one-story one, um, one units that everybody could share in the lake, now the guy in front is three stories, and the person that's on the, on the backside can't see anything. And that wasn't the spirit of when they built those houses. Now, obviously, we don't have that here, but that's the idea, is trying to put some kind of concept where we can all agree to so that you know that we don't have just destroying neighborhoods, um, and 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 again, this I, and is I all going to be up front where somebody knows these are these. This is how this is zoned, and these are the rules. So it's not it, it, we're not going to do this to somebody after they buy a lot. This okay. is going to be presented to them before they buy a lot. Here here are the restrictions. Right, but if I don't put in my request now that we look at these per neighborhood and overall then maybe that suggestion wasn't made previously. So I threw my, my thoughts out there and okay. we'll move forward. So I'm, I'm, I, I look forward discussion. to seeing what, what Scott and Monica bring back to us. I'm looking forward to the results as well. Yep, same. Very good, thank you. Very good. 
Um, are there any other topics for the Legislation Committee? Uh, hearing none, I move to adjourn at 641. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. We are adjourned, Madam Thank President. Thank you, Beth. <clears throat> Next up for the Safety Service Committee, Chairperson Ganim. Thank you, Madam President. I call Safety Service to order at 641. Mr. Kingston? Here. Mr. Stuckey? Here. And I'm here as well. Um, our first item for consideration is approval of the January 17th uh, minutes. Great. Hearing none, I move to present as presented. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Uh, we have a few items. Um, the next few items, excuse me, are all related to the purchase of new police vehicles and the repurposing of those. Um, everything was laid out well in the packet. Um, Chief Kernick, you mentioned and, and pointed out there how this isn't a, a typical state provider, but they're matching the state quoted prices and um, supplying vehicles when we need them right now. So anything else to add? Uh, just that uh, we have three cruisers that have in excess of 105,000 miles. That's above our 90,000 mile threshold. Uh, they're ending their service life, uh, for, at least for the police service. And our canine vehicle has approximately 85,000 miles on it. Uh, it's five years old, over five years old. But with the canine unit, it has a lot of idle time because you have to keep the environment uh, consistent for the canine dog. Uh, so there's a lot of idle time on that, a lot of wear and tear on it. So that's why we're asking for your consideration in uh, purchasing these uh, four cruisers. Uh, the, we are going with Montrose Ford. They are not the state bid contract. Uh, Chapman Ford is. But for the three standard cruisers, uh, we're saving $144.50 over the state bid contract price. And for the canine cruiser, we're saving $147.31 for that particular vehicle. So uh, thank you for your consideration. Does anybody have any questions? On no, sir. Okay. Uh, Chairperson Ganim, I just had, Chief, are those vehicles, um, are, will they be repurposed within the city? Sometimes we do that, or are they trade-ins, or how does that work? They'll, they will go to uh, Ron, and, uh, and the mayor and Ron can determine where they want to put them. So, yeah, they will be repurposed, I believe. Thank you. Um, if I may, um, I, I noticed at a stamp on there, are they delivered in September? Is that when they said they would be delivered on the what? bottom? The vehicles? Yes. Uh, no, there's no delivery. Actually, they have one at the dealership now uh, that we could take uh, possession of if it's approved, if you approve that so tonight. We had difficulty getting vehicles previously, so that seems like a Still. good thing. So. <clears throat> According to the, uh, the person that we're working with at Montrose, he said that the other ones could come in within the next couple of months. No guarantees, but... Uh, Currently, the uh, supply chain is ramping up a little. Thank you. Any other questions? All right. Um, so for the first um, item for the police vehicles, I move to recommend to council the approval of an ordinance authorizing the state contract equivalent purchase of four 2023 Ford police utility vehicles for the police department from Montrose Ford in the aggregate amount of $167,596.19. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. I would also like to move the recommendation to council the approval of an ordinance for the state contract equivalent purchase in the aggregate amount of $65,627.45 
from Hall Public Safety Upfitters for the labor and equipment needed to decommission the four aging police vehicles, as well as equipping the four new vehicles for police service. Second. Sorry. Changeover request includes equipment at a cost of $47,322.45 and labor at $18,305 and no cents. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Items surrounding the police vehicles, I would like to move to recommend to council the approval of a purchase <coughs> requisition to Cleveland Trim and Stripe Company in the aggregate amount of $3,300 for the vehicle graphic installation on the four new police utility vehicles. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Thank you. Our next item um, has uh, been routine, I know, the last few years, but this is for um, the funding to get an awesome uh, ice cream social going on annually. Um, any other add-ons, Chief Samiska? No, like you said, it's, uh, it's a repeat. We've been fortunate the last three years to uh, receive this sponsorship. I've been working with Becky and, um, and Ron and, and Chief Kerenik. We've Last year was a successful event. We're looking at hopefully doing it on Sunday, October 1st this year. Uh, same location and, and uh, same type of event. Great, thank you. Hearing no questions, I would like to move to recommending to council the approval of a resolution authorizing the mayor to accept funding through the NOPEC Community Event Sponsorship Program in the amount of $2,000 for 2023. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Last item for consideration is revolved, um, surrounding our code red notification system, um, which alerts us of any um, weather incidents and uh, weather warning services. Um, any to share on that yes, I'll start and then I'll toss it to chief um, this renewal is also a multi-term renewal as we've done in years past um, our price will stay the same until 2026 at that fourteen thousand nine hundred ten dollars and seventy eight cents but it does include an eight percent increase this year um, that's that's one thousand one hundred eighty dollars over the price that we've been at uh, but OnSolve has not increased our pricing since 2014. So they have been absorbing rising costs over for nearly a decade. And so now it's time to pass along some of those costs to us. But uh, we continue to be very happy with the services. And I'll toss it to Nick for that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with this system, we've been using it for many, many years, as long as I could uh, remember. It's worked out really well for our department. We average about uh, 10 notifications a year between us, police, and general uh, announcements. Uh, we do the automated weather warnings, which, as you see in your packet, uh, is an additional cost of about $4,000. How that works is when the National Weather Service uh, has an alert for Brexville, uh, it will actually send that weather alert for Brexville. Uh, automatically so you get the robotic call text message whatever you sign up for you can sign up on our fire department website uh, and if you have any questions you can contact the fire department uh, in March when we start doing weather prevention uh, month we'll we'll do a campaign to talk about how to sign up and the features that go along with it uh, we just looked up the statistics we have 12,778 uh, residents and business owners that are currently signed up for it mr. chairman if I could, uh, Chief, could you somewhat go into the history of Code Red? How long have we had that system? Uh, we've had it under one ownership, then another, and talk about the history of it, if you would, explain. Uh, there's been some, some concern by some that we were not part of this and we're just getting into it now, and 
that's totally not true. It, it, you know, we've been into it since it began. As a matter of fact, we were one of the first ones, if not the first one. So could you explain the history of it, please? Yeah, we've, we've been a part of uh, the Unsolved Code Red system uh, <coughs> for over 10 years, in my recollection. Um, during that time, we initially started it as a alert mass notification alerting system. So for hazardous materials incidents, uh, significant incidents where we're asking people to shelter in place, stay inside their homes. From there, technology evolved with them, and we purchased the weather warning system, the automated alert. So as it evolved, we, we worked with it. Um, they are evolving even more technology. Uh, now, in the future, you'll see there's an app form, uh, which you'll be able to download the app and set up customized notifications uh, as well. So we've, we've used it for a while now. Um, and again, it's been you can just contact our fire department's not emergency number we can help walk you through the setup you can fully customize it so sometimes folks uh don't like to be woke up at three o'clock in the morning uh for a um a snowstorm coming so um but you can customize those alerts and we can assist you with that as well and i, I that i know when i started with the city 15 years ago, it was with another company called Emergency Communications. Correct. And then um, then it transferred to OnSolve, which we've been with for nearly 10 years. So it's been quite a long time, yeah. Sorry, Chief, I forgot how young you are. <laughs> it's, a great, uh, it's a great service, it really is. And uh, uh, I can relate back to the 1983 tornado when it went through town and uh, you know how devastating that was and had we had a system at that point uh, we probably could have helped out a lot for some of our residents but okay that's it i just wanted to add that to it i appreciate sharing that information any other questions okay. uh, hearing none i move to recommend to council the approval of a purchase requisition for the contract extension with onsolve llc for code red emergency notification service the annual amount of $10,838.28 and the weather warning service in the amount of $4,072.50 for the aggregate total of $14,910.78 for the contract term February 28th, 23 through February 27th, 2024. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Are there any other matters to discuss? Hearing none, I move to adjourn safety services at 651. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 We're adjourned. Thank you. Thank you, AJ. Uh, next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Chairperson Kingston. Thank you, Madam President. I'd like to call Streets and Sidewalks Committee to order at 652. Caruso. Here. Savage. Here. Kingston's here. First on the agenda is approval of our minutes from January 17th, 2023. Any changes? Yes, Hearing none, I move to approve as presented. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. Next on the agenda is the Riverview Road slope repair. Uh, this is a motion recommending to council authorizing uh, Becky to advertise the project for public bidding. Um, Jerry's not here, but I know he had it detailed right up in the packet. Uh, this is the section of Riverview between um, Fitzwater and Greenhaven. Um, it's, uh, it's almost an identical project that uh, the city did, I guess, almost 13 years ago now in 2010, a little bit further down the road. Um, the Jerry has his initial estimate at hopefully around 225,000. Um, 
And that's it. If anyone have any questions, I'll try the best to answer them. Anything? Okay. Hearing none, I move to recommend a council authorizing purchasing director to advertise this project for public bidding. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. Next is uh, Station Road, and this is authorizing uh, our city engineer to sign the plat, which authorizes the county's vacation of Station Road. Um, again, Jerry had a great write-up. I think uh, a lot of people went out and take a look at it. It's just to be clear, it is uh, um, everything on the other side of the fence. It's not the first house. Um, I mean, the road, the road, if you still want to call it that, has been in disrepair for you know back when Mayor Ruby was a kid, probably 50, 60 years ago. Um, oh, so, <laughs> so this is the uh, this is the um, first step. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> This is the first step in the process to for the county to vacate their ownership, you know, to to us. So, if anyone has any no questions on that? No. no. Um, I move to recommend a council uh, authorizing the city engineer Jerry Wise to sign the plat authorizing the county's vacation of Station Road. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anything else for streets and sidewalks? Mm -hmm. Hearing none, I move to adjourn streets and sidewalks at 654. Second. Moved and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 We're adjourned, Madam President. Thank you, Daryl. Next up for the Utilities Committee, uh, Chairperson Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. I call the Utilities Committee to order at 654. Caruso? Here. Kepke? Yes, here. Um, our only item tonight is the approval of the January 17, 2023 Utilities Committee minutes. Uh, are there any changes? Then I make a motion to approve as written. Second. All in favor? Aye. Um, the only other item I'd like to discuss myself is that um, I have been out um, a couple weeks ago to see the 82 and Calvin Drive project with Mr. Weidig, and it, it looked very nice. I did go over Sunday and look at Glenwood, um, and uh, what they're doing on Glenwood is that they, they have everything in the right of way they are staging the process for the work which is the piping the fern coats the trench boxes it's all in the right of way um, everything looked relatively neat for a construction site as i went through um, it, it it was about as good as you can get in a construction site so um, i just wanted to pass that on because there was uh, i had heard a couple of comments and i i went over just to take a look at it and um, I was I was impressed the way it looked. So, um, any issues from anybody or, or any comments? Um, if I could add something, counts, uh, uh, Mr. Stuckey, <laughs> kind of a, a kind of a bringing streets and sidewalks in a little bit. I I want to bring attention to Ron and the service apartment. Something I don't think a lot of residents know is that we have cold patch trucks that are out every day. And I, we understand that on these sites, there is some additional damage that happens just from this equipment being there. We're, we're on top of it as best we can during these winter months. When the asphalt um, plants open back up, you know, late spring, we can start doing some more fixes. But I just want people to understand that we're, we're doing our best to maintain these roads in these zones as best we can, keeping in mind that this summer they're getting replaced right so we're, we're we're just trying to get through this we know it's tough and we're all just doing our best and you know making sure that nothing's too deep and 
we'll just try to get through this. And the only other, and, and, and they are, and I just want to go back to Glenwood, is Glenwood, we have not seen the hardest part of this project yet. They're moving to the middle of the road after the, the, everything's in, and they have to take out the two existing the, um, lines that are in the middle of the road. So this project's going to get a little tighter and a little messier, but they're doing the best they can. So that's all I have. Any other comments? Then I make a motion to adjourn at 6.57. Second. All in favor? Aye. Thank you, Aye. Madam President. Okay. We are adjourned. Thank you, Brian. Uh, next up, we have a committee of the whole meeting. I would like to call that to order at 6.57. Roll call. Caruso? Here. Ganim? Here. Kingston? Here. Kepke? Here. Redinger? Here. Savage? Here. Stuckey? Here. Thank you. First up on our agenda, we have approval of the January 17th, 2023 committee minutes. Are there any changes or corrections? Okay. Hearing none, I move to approve the January 17th, 2023 committee meeting minutes as presented. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Next up, we have approval of the February 2nd, 2023 committee minutes. Are there any changes? Okay. Hearing none, I move to approve the February 2nd, 2023 committee meeting minutes as presented. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Um, next up, we, have, uh, we do have an executive session this evening. So I move to convene an executive session to discuss matters pertaining to pending litigation as it relates to residential property and the city's proposed agreement to purchase a certain parcel. We also have a, um, an, an issue of uh, pending litigation, which I mentioned. Uh, okay. So my apologies. Before we get to the executive session, um, we have a um, motion to um, move a finance committee agenda item to uh, to to. <clears throat> It's on the agenda. Okay. All right. My apologies. Um, we have a, a motion that we need to consider here um, at the Committee of the Whole. And so um, this motion is to ratify the city's bid submission, including the required bid deposit for the property located at 9457 Highland Drive. And we're recommending that to council. Thank you. Sorry. Is there any discussion on the topic before, we, before I make that formal motion? Um, let me have that one more time. <laughs> okay. And I move to recommend to council approval of an ordinance that will authorize and ratify the city's bid submission, including the required bid deposit for the property located at 9457 Highland Drive. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? No. Stuckey? Abstain. Um, motion passes five yeas, one abstention, and one declination. Okay. All right. 
Uh, now, um, my motion to move to executive session. I move to convene an executive session to discuss matters pertaining to pending litigation as it relates to residential property and the city's proposed agreement to purchase a certain parcel. Second. Motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. We are in executive session.
afternoon. Good evening, everyone. This is the regular meeting of Brexville City Council for February 7th, 2023. Would you please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Roll call. Caruso? Here. Gannam? Here. Kingston? Here. Kepke? Here. Redinger? Here. Savage? Here. Stuckey? Here. First up, we have the minutes of the January 17th, 2023 City Council meeting. Do I have a motion? Madam President? Mr. Kingston? I move that we dispense with the reading of the minutes from January 17th, 2023 and approve as presented. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Moving on to our resolutions and ordinances. Uh, first up, we have resolution 5389. This is a resolution authorizing the mayor to complete the application process for County American Rescue Act funding through the Cuyahoga County Council District 6, Round 2. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5389, a resolution authorizing the mayor to complete the application process for County American Rescue Plan Act funding through Cuyahoga County Council District 6, Round 2, and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next, we have resolution 5390. This is a resolution authorizing the, the mayor to apply for funding through the Ohio Department of Transportation's Safe Routes to School program. Would the clerk please read by title only? Resolution 5390, a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for funding through the Ohio Department of Transportation Safe Routes to School program and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Russo? Yes. Gannam? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving on, we have resolution 5391. This is a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for funding through the Bureau of Justice Assistance of the Ohio Office of Justice Programs. U.S. Department of Justice and Justice and Security Strategies Small Rural and Tribal Body Worn Camera Micro Grant Program. Would the clerk please read by title only. Resolution 5391, a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for funding through the Bureau of Justice Assistance of the Office of Justice Programs, U.S. Department of Justice and Justice and Security Strategies Small Rural and Tribal Body Worn Camera Micro Grant Program and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. 
Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. Moving on to re resolution 5392. This is a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for funding through the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation Safety Intervention Grant Program for service department and fire department safety equipment. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5392, a resolution authorizing the mayor to apply for funding through the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation Safety Intervention Grant Program for service department and fire department safety equipment and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. <clears throat> Item six on the agenda is resolution 5393. This is a resolution authorizing the city of Brexville Fire Chief to complete the grant process of the fiscal year 2022 assistance to firefighters grant for lithium battery and electric vehicle emergency response equipment. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5393, a resolution authorizing the city of Brexville Fire Chief to complete the grant process for the fiscal year 2022 assistance to firefighters grant for lithium battery and electric vehicle emergency response equipment and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso. Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. Next up is resolution 5394. This is a resolution authorizing the city of Brexville Fire Chief to complete the grant process of the fiscal year 2022 assistance to firefighters grant for a ladder truck. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5394, resolution authorizing the city of Brexville Fire Chief to complete the grant process for the fiscal year 2022 assistance to firefighters grant for a ladder truck and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item number eight is resolution 5395. This is a resolution authorizing the mayor to accept funding through the NOPEC Community Event Sponsorship Program in the amount of $2,000. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5395, a resolution authorizing the mayor to accept funding through the NOPEC Community Event Sponsorship Program and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. 
Caruso? Yes. Pianum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Canham? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Next up is resolution 5396. This is a resolution authorizing the purchase of various equipment and related accessories for the City Hall AV upgrades project. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5396, a resolution authorizing the purchase of various equipment and related accessories for the City Hall AV upgrades project through Omnia Partners Purchasing Organization and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item 10 tonight is resolution 5397. This is a resolution authorizing the purchase of two Epson Powerlight 3 LCD projectors for the Recreation Department. If the clerk would please read by title only. Resolution 5397, a resolution authorizing the purchase of two Epson Powerlight 3 LCD projectors for the Recreation Department through Omnia Partners Purchasing Organization and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Moving on to our ordinances, we have ordinance 5584. This is an ordinance authorizing the purchase of four 2023 Ford Police Utility SUV vehicles for the police department. Would the clerk please read by title only? An ordinance authorizing the purchase of four 2023 Ford Police Utility SUV vehicles for the Police Department from Montrose Ford in accordance with the provisions of Ohio Revised Code Section 125.04C and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item 12 is Ordinance 5585. This is an ordinance authorizing the purchase of equipment, accessories, and labor for changeover changeover services for the police department from Hall Public Safety Upfitter. If the clerk would please read by title only. 
Ordinance 5585, an ordinance authorizing the purchase of equipment, accessories, and labor for the changeover services for the police department from Hall Public Safety Upfitters in accordance with the provisions of Ohio Revised Code, Section 125.04C, and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. <clears throat> Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item 13 tonight is Ordinance 5586. That's an ordinance amending Ordinance 3231 of the codified ordinances, codified ordinances of the City of Brecksville relating to the posting of places for legislation. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5586, an ordinance amending Section 123.01 of the Administrative Code relating to the posting places for legislation and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Last up, we have Ordinance 5587. This is an ordinance authorizing and ratifying the entire, entire bid submission of the City of Brecksville, including the bid deposit required for the property located at 9457 Highland Drive. If the clerk would please read by title only. Ordinance 5587, an ordinance authorizing and ratifying the entire bid submission of the City of Brecksville, including the bid deposit required for the property located at 9457 Highland Drive and declaring an emergency. Motion for suspension. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Abstain. Motion for passage. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Kepke. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? No. Stuckey? Abstain. Motion passes five A's, one abstention, and one no. declination. <laughs> Got that? Okay. Okay, thanks. Um, moving on to our report of our council representatives. Uh, first up for the Board of Zoning Appeals, Council Member Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Our next Board of Zoning Appeals meeting will be held this coming Monday, February 13th at 7.30 here in Council Chambers. That concludes my report. Thank you. Next up for the Planning Commission, Council Member Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. The Planning Commission has two items for City Council consideration tonight. The first one is DeGeronimo Company's Valor Acres Mixed Use Phase 1 Local Business Conditional Use Approval. I make a motion recommending to City Council approval of Local Business di District as Conditional Use for permanent parcel number 604-09-016. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion? Roll call. 
Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Item two is Physician's Ambulance at 9200 Noble Park Drive. I make a motion recommending to City Council preliminary and final approval for construction of an asphalt driveway addition and modification of the existing building to, to add two new garage door openings at Physician's Ambulance located at 9200 Noble Park Drive, Brexville, Ohio, as described in the application dated January 9th, 2023, by Mason A and D attached documentation and contingent on the engineering approval. Second. Motion by Stuckey, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. I have two other items, uh, not for voting purposes, but just for information. The Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on Thursday, February 23rd, 2023 at 7 p.m. at Brexville City Hall, 9060 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, to review the proposed request for preliminary approval of a business plan development area for the main roadway configuration for B. PDA Phase 1 subject to engineering approval for permanent parcel number 604-09-016 as part of the Valor Acres mixed-use development fronting Miller Road in Brexville, Ohio, 44141. And the Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on Thursday, February 23, 2023 at 7 p.m. at Brexville City Hall, 9069. Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, to review the proposed request for preliminary approval of Phase 1 and Phase 2 of the Business Plan Development Area at permanent parcel number 604-09-016 as part of the Valor Acres Mixed-Use Development Fronting on Miller Road in Brexville, Ohio, 44141. And that concludes my report. Our next meeting will be February 9th at 7 o'clock. Thank you. Moving on to the Recreation Commission, Councilmember Ganim. Thank you, Madam President. Uh, the Rec Commission has its next meeting on February 27th here at 7.30 p.m. And that is all I have for tonight. Okay. Moving on to the Department of Human Services, Councilmember Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Um, the Human Services continues to expand its programming. If um, you haven't seen it, I encourage you to go and look at the website and or get a hard copy at their door in the... Um, vestibule area in the human services um, building and our next advisory board meeting will be on tuesday february 14th at three o'clock that ends my report thank you next up for the telecommunications commission commission council member savage uh thank you madam president i have no report thank you moving on to the report of our council committees first up for the safety service committee council member ganim uh, thank you madam president i have two items for council's consideration this evening um and thank you for the passage of the police vehicles to council earlier. So the first is I would like to recommend uh, to council the approval of purchase requisition. Excuse me, I move the approval of a purchase requisition to Cleveland Trim and Stripe Company in the aggregate amount of $3,300 for the vehicle graphic installation on the four new police utility vehicles. Second. Motion by Ganim, second by Kingston. Discussion, roll call. Russo? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. 
Thank you. And the second, I move to recommend to council the approval of a purchase requisition for the contract extension with Onsolve LLC for the Code Red Emergency Notification Service in the annual amount of $10,838.28 and the weather warning services in the amount of $4,072.50 for the aggregate total of $14,910.78 for the contract term February 28th, 2023 through February 27th, 2024. Second. Motion by Ganim, second by Kingston. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Renninger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. That concludes my report. Thank you. Thank you. Next up for the Streets and Sidewalks Committee, Councilmember Kingston. Uh, thank you, Madam President. Streets and Sidewalks met earlier this evening, and we have two items for Council. First, I move to authorize our purchasing director to advertise the Riverview Road slope repair project for public bidding. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Rittinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes, seven A's, no nays. Thank you. I also move to authorize our city engineer to sign the plat which authorizes the county's vacation of Station Road. Second. Motion by Kingston, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you, that concludes my report. Thank you, Daryl. Next up for the Utilities Committee, Council Member Stuckey. Thank you, Madam President. We met earlier, Utilities Committee met earlier tonight, and we have no items for City Council. Thank you. Next up for the Buildings and Grounds Committee, Council Member Kepke. Thank you, Madam President. Buildings and Grounds met earlier today, and we have three items to bring for Council tonight. Um, I move to recommend to Council approval of a purchase requisition to SA Communal in the aggregate amount of $4,200 for the annual fire alarm and sprinkler system inspections, tests, cleaning, and uh, throughout the city. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Ganim. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Renninger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. Next, I move to recommend to council approval of a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the amount of $5,750.71 for the replacement of the blower assembly in the human services pull pack unit from account 1103302604. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Ganim. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you, motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. Uh, asked, I move to recommend to council the approval of a blanket vendor purchase requisition in the aggregate amount of $4,593.07 for the purchase of an aquatic wheelchair from PoolWeb in the amount of $4,276.46 and the SR Smith lift operator battery from Amazon in the amount of $316.61 from account 2407202501. Second. Motion by Kepke, second by Ganim. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you, motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you, that completes my report. Thank you, Ann. Next up for the Legislation Committee, Council Member Savage. 
Thank you, Madam President. The Legislation Committee met earlier this evening. We have nothing to bring to Council this evening. I did want to take the opportunity um, to mention that the Charter Review Commission continues to make great progress um, on their um, every 10-year um, task of reviewing our, our city charter. Um, the next charter review meeting is February 27th at 6 p.m. Um, that's a Monday here at City Hall. That concludes my report. Thank you, Beth. Next up for the Finance Committee, Councilmember Caruso. Thank you, Madam President. Finance Committee met earlier this evening. We have one item for Council's consideration. It's just the approval for payment of the monthly bills. I move that we vote on an approved payment of the following. Uh, to Maddie Henriksen and Grieve, $14,680.33. To William Logan, $4,000. To Donald G. Boning and Associates, $16,682. To Sixmo, $375. And to Huntington National Bank, $500 for an aggregate total of $36,237.33. Second. Motion by Caruso, second by Stuckey. Discussion? Roll call. Caruso? Yes. Ganim? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Motion passes seven A's, no nays. Thank you. That concludes my report. Thank you. <clears throat> now the report of our department heads. First up, the report of the law director, Mr. Matty. Thank you, Madam President. No report this evening. There's no report uh, this evening um, from the engineer, so moving on, uh, the report of the finance director, Mr. Asta. Thank you, Madam President, and no report. Thank you. Moving on to the report of the building department, Mr. Packard. Thank you, Madam President. For the month of January, the building department issued 73 permits with a valuation of just over $8.6 million. Total permit fee amounts were $117,007.44. Yes, BA. That concludes my report. Thank you, Scott. Next up for the report of the Planning and Community Development Director, Ms. Barkowitz. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you. Next up, the report of the Service Director, Mr. Whiting. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you. Next, the report of the Purchasing Director, Ms. Reiser. Thank you, Madam President. I have no report. Thank you. Next, the report of the Police Department, Chief Krennic. Uh, thank you, Madam President. Thank you, Chief. Next, the report of the Fire Department, Chief Zemiska. Thank you, Chief. Uh, there's no report of the Recreation Department this evening, so moving on, lastly, the report of the Mayor. Uh, thank you, Madam President. Uh, just a reminder to everyone that their property taxes are due now uh, February 9th. That was the extended date, so all the first half of this year are due on February 9th, or if you wish to pay the full year. but. Uh, just a reminder, pay your property taxes. Uh, that same uh, vein, uh, we have a, uh, a letter that went out to all of our residents regarding income tax collections. It's a friendly letter from our income tax administrator, Mr. Logan, letting our residents know that if you live here in Brecksville and now are working from home here in Brecksville, you can file for a refund from your previous or your own your uh, uh, employer if you were working for example in Cleveland and now you're working from home that tax money should go to the city of Brecksville um, and it's not us being greedy that's the way it is now set up 
uh, and it's having a major impact on some communities, including our own. Um, National City Bank uh, has 80% uh, of its workers that used to work here are now working from home, which means there's an 80% reduction in the income tax that they pay the city, which is a sizable amount of money because they were paying a, a little over a million dollars. So I just want our folks to know that follow the instructions and as you read the letter, it says if you are uh, working in Brexville, but you had worked previously in another, in your employers in another community now, and you worked in that other community, read on. If, you, if you're not, if you're just working where you were before, then you can stop reading the letter, but then it goes into the instructions on how you can select to get a refund uh, from those that collected your, your tax, and then it'll go to the city of Brexville. And I hope our residents do that. If you do not, we're losing those funds, and I'm sure that there are many who are uh, working in other communities now who have asked us for refunds. So I hope our residents uh, pay attention to this letter and will help us to uh, keep our income tax level at a level that it should be, and uh, we expect that it, it should be based upon the change in the law. Uh, that's one of the uh, outcomes of COVID is, is the fact that many people continue to work from home and like it. Um, so we're hoping that our businesses will get their employees to work uh, back where they were working in our community. And uh, I hope our residents who are working in town and were from another community, if they don't go back there, at least please uh, get the refund and pay your taxes uh, to the city. Uh, on February 21st is the conversation of the mayor in the gathering room at Human Services, which is a mini uh, state of the city address. Um, also on the 22nd, uh, the state of the city for the chamber that's sponsored by the chamber uh, at 6.30 at the gathering room of Human Services. Um, it's normally a standing room just about, and uh, I suggest if you want to go, you should make a reservation. Uh, the chamber is very graciously going to serve uh, some uh, refreshments as they normally do. And um, anyone that's interested in attending, it'll also be uh, uh, videoed, and I, I believe it's going to be live. No, it won't be live streaming, I don't think. I think it's going to be... Uh, delayed and, and run that way. But we'll be sending out a message uh, uh, in an email to our residents letting them know. Again, that is February 22nd, the state of the city, February 21st, conversation with the mayor. And other than that, I wish all of you a very happy Valentine's Day. Then it's my report and thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Are there any additional comments from council? Any comments from anyone in the audience? I see we have a student in the audience. If you want to sign in, we'll make sure that the clerk puts it in the records and gets off to your teacher. Um, hearing no other comments then, I move to adjourn the regular meeting at 8.31. Second. Moved by Redinger, motion by Redinger, second by Caruso. Discussion, roll call. Caruso? Yes. Gannum? Yes. Kingston? Yes. Kepke? Yes. Redinger? Yes. Savage? Yes. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you, we are adjourned. <laughs>